stargazers. Welcome to 7th House Astrology, where I take a planet, a topic, an aspect, or just anything that's actually related to general astrology, and I look at it under the lens of Sinistry Astrology, otherwise known as Love or Relationship Astrology. I am your host, Sandra Misek, and I'm so glad that you guys are actually joining me this week and also joining me today. So once again, stargazers, I got another idea. And this time, this idea kind of came to me via work. You know, while I was working, that seems to be when my ideas seem to come right in. And I just thought, you know, let me give this idea a little bit of a shot, a little bit of a go, um, since it was kind of curious to me. Um, and the idea is to explore different seasons in astrology and how exactly they affect relationships. For example, as of Friday, the 22nd of July, the sun officially moved away from Cancer and actually shifted into the sun sign of Leo. So for anyone, first off, anyone who was born between the 22nd or 23rd of July to the 22nd to the 23rd of August, you guys are Leos. This is a great season for you. Um, happy birthday to you, by the way. But um, what I really uh, kind of thought of was because um, the sun had shifted from Cancer to Leo, I wanted to kind of take a look and investigate and see if this actually affects relationships. As I know, it does affect us. You know, each season does affect us personally, whether or not we get along with the sign that the sun is in. You know, it, uh, it can affect us personally. So it, it kind of makes sense that it would affect relationships as well, too. So this week's episode is on Leo season and how exactly it affects relationships. So and before I get into Leo season, I just feel it's actually apropos to wrap up cancer season and what that brought us within this last month. Now, stargazers, keep in mind, I am looking at this through a Leo's gaze. You know, I am, you know, my sun sign particularly is in Leo, um, even though my moon sign is also in Libra, you know, as much as I try to be fair, um, I do have, you know, I, I am looking at this with a Leo gaze. So um, what my observations are could be a little bit different from what others might um, experience. Again, I'm going to uh, weigh both pros and cons with each season um, as I go along with this as well, too. So um, if you have absolutely have like different um, points of view when it comes to cancer season or Leo season, please let me know um, either at mysek, M-I-S-E-K dot Sandra at gmail.com or at my Instagram page at Sandra dot And that is M-I-S-E-K. I would really love to hear from you and, you know, see your input and what you guys feel. But um, what I noticed with cancer season myself was that, um, so the pros of cancer season are the times where we could definitely go from within any sort of issues when it comes to relating to people, any sort of emotional hangups, usually the issues that come to relating to people kind of stem from emotional issues. Cancer season is usually a great season to go within and kind of hammer out those issues. And then when you reemerge to relate, 
those issues should, an emphasis on the word should be resolved. And, you know, you kind of get more, it's kind of a time where you can get more of an in-depth analysis into inside yourself. It's, it's kind of like Scorpio season in that regard, um, except we're, we're kind of in the light and the longer days of summer. So it's, it's kind of, I feel like there's a little bit of a lighter note to it as opposed to when there's Scorpio season, the days are shorter. So it just feels very dark all the way around. Um, it's kind of like you have to bring the light in Scorpio season. Whereas with cancer season, it's like we are, we are already surrounded by physical light. So it's ab- absolutely a perfect time to hammer deep internal issues in relationships. Um, unfortunately, the drawbacks with cancer season is that um, there is obviously moodiness um, and also a little bit of isolationism or a little bit of going a little too deep um, to where you kind of feel a little too guarded and maybe a little shy or perhaps not really wanting to relate. Now, unfortunately, this year, Stargazers, when it came down to cancer season, you know, so normally I kind of see one of the, the, one of these traits here, both with positives as well as negatives. Normally I see like the moodiness. This year was kind of different and it was kind of like cancer got a little bit, you know, sign of cancer got a little bit of a boost, so to speak. Um, I actually felt that the relationships were actually on the side of isolationism. You know, so it, it looked like a lot of people were going within, definitely, and that's good. You know, there's, there are, there's merit and value to going within and hammering out your issues and kind of exploring the soul. But it seemed like a lot of people went within and then got stuck there. And unfortunately, what ended up resulting was that there were a lot of people, again, when I mentioned isolationism earlier, a lot of cancer season for me was a lot of me versus them or me versus you, or, you know, it's, it's us against them or us against you, you know, a very divisive sort of situation because it seemed like everybody's boundaries were way up, like seriously up. And, um, it really was very hard, you know, it makes relating very hard. Actually, it makes it kind of impossible. If you ask me when we get in too much into the isolationism. In fact, I actually remembered there were a couple of points, um, when I, I usually go out for walks in my neighborhood. There was one night where I was just having a chill night, just walking in my neighborhood. And there were a couple of young ladies who literally saw me and literally went, wow, while walking past me. And I just felt like that wow kind of summed it up with the isolationism. It's like they were, they were picking a fight where a fight was not seen. I was, wasn't being rude and doesn't matter. Even if I happened to be rude, they really had no reason to do this. Wow. Sort of situation. Um, so I just felt like there were a lot of people picking fights for really no apparent reason, except that it was 
the click mentale. It's like you're in my inner circle, you're in my boundary space, or kind of like what uh, pagans usually do. You're in my magic circle, you're in my my psychic space, everything else is out, therefore it's going to stay out, and that's that. And unfortunately, when it comes down to those boundaries being high, um, again, it, it's, I definitely felt like, again, not only were uh, fights being picked, but again, there was a lot of separateness. And really our whole goal in astrology, you know, my whole goal in astrology, my whole ideal in life is to be as together as possible. But, you know, it's very hard when everybody kind of sinks into their inner shell. The other drawback that I did see this last cancer season was obviously, I, I mentioned this with the astrology of hate, but the moodiness um, there are a lot of people where it's like they were just, I mean, you know, it's good to follow and listen to your emotions. Do not, do not misunderstand me. And, you know, with cancer, that cancer season can really help us to listen and to validate our emotions and make sure that we integrate our emotional sphere into more of what Buddhists call some thinking. And it's SEM thinking, which is we think both with the mind and we think with the heart. So we involve both logic as well as emotions in our decision-making process and also just with any well-rationing process. So it's like you don't shut down one point or another. And with cancer season, it reminds us of that, you know, that we tend to neglect the heart region. We tend to neglect our feeling region. And it's good to get in touch with that. However, it seems like a lot of people, again, they had forgotten to incorporate the mental, rational side. So what I got a lot of was a bunch of people were feeling, they were getting caught up in the undertone of a lot, or actually not the undertone, the undertow, so to speak, if we're going to talk watery. In the undertow of their emotions, they were getting like all riled up, all ready and batted up. And it just seemed like they were speaking from the emotional sphere and only the emotional sphere. And again, when issues were raised with this, and they were with me in my last job, um, it just, there was not a lot of clarity. And also, again, too, in my neighborhood, just general relationships, there was not a lot of clarity as to what people wanted for me to do, or there wasn't a lot of clarity in general of what people were actually saying, because there was a lot of emotion, not a lot of reasoning. And it was pretty obvious to me that a lot of people got wrapped up in the emotion, and they just wanted to say what they wanted to say, kind of like verbal diarrhea, in a sense. And what they had to say was kind of actually instead just kind of gibbledygook. It just didn't really translate very well. And obviously relationships in this vein in this season, I just felt like they didn't go very well. And that kind of disappoints me because I, I like to think that all seasons can, you know, go well in relationships. I mean, we all... I know every of the uh, one, every one of the 12 signs in the zodiac can have some hangups. And that's to be expected. I mean, we have our good sides and our shadow sides, and that also applies to seasons. But it really disappoints me when I see more negatives than I see positives with the seasons. So 
I'm actually going to cross my fingers and I'm really going to hold out for cancer and hope for the best for next year. Maybe next year, you know, and maybe like I said, the climate this year was a bit different. I know Chris Brennan, um, host of the astrology podcast had, um, gone into mentioning some of the politics of the last month. And I know that there was a lot going on to where people could get a little more emotionally riled up. The divisiveness is, has been very clear, uh, politically, you know, politically wise and not that this is about politics, but, you know, politically wise, there's a lot of divisiveness. So maybe that was what was really bringing on the isolationism of cancer like that much more. But I'm going to hold out hope for next year and I'm going to, um, just really cross my fingers and see like with, um, next cancer season that it brings a little bit more of, um, more of the reflective and more of the nurturing side of the relationships and of relating in general. But when we come up to Leo season, ever since, actually it was ever since Friday of last week, you know, the 22nd, when the sun shifted from Cancer to Leo, I had seen a absolute 180, you know, complete shift um, when it came to relationships. The first thing that I had seen was that, um, especially on walks, a lot of people went from being very isolated in their own little bubbles, in their own little realm. And, you know, I'm, I was guilty of this during cancer season as well, you know, just kind of having guards up. A lot of people this season, but during Leo season have relaxed their guards a little bit. And really, I've seen a lot of people who have tried to make more of an effort of being open and um, being really more receptive to relating to people and not just to me either on my walks, but like to everybody around them. And um, I, like I said, again, it was a remarkable shift. And it just reminded me of um, Astro Dean's view of Leo. So with Leo, they mentioned that, you know, our to the totem animal, the totem, excuse me, try one more time. The totem animal <laughs> is that of the lion. And while the lion can come across as very domineering and very intimidating at first, because, well, let's face it, big creature with big paws, big claws, big teeth, we could be eaten in a matter of seconds. Well, when Leo, when lions are actually in a right environment, they're not starving, they're okay. First off, they don't like humans. Apparently, we just don't taste very good. But secondly, um, when it comes down to the lion, they can actually come across as being kind of chill, which um, they use that to sum up Leos in general. But I feel like that's actually perfect when it comes down to Leo season. Whereas a lot of people might say, oh, Leo the lion, oh, great, a lot of ego trips, oh, great, a lot of leadership seminars, what and what's what. Actually, um, really the fun side of Leo really comes out to play. And also Leo themes pertaining to the house that the sign rules, which is that of the fifth house, really come out. So um, for me, it, like I said, just reminded me, but I think that the big aspect of Leo season is that people are far more open to relating. There's a little less of let's, let's bring those boundaries down. 
Let's bring those those personal isolated boundaries all the way down. Let's get out of that out of that shell. Let's come out. Let's go play. Is really kind of the the overall theme or kind of the overall attitude with it. Along with that, I really think that this is a great time, Leo season, if you are single looking to mingle or if you're just looking to date, this is the perfect time to do that, you know, Leo season in general, mainly because not only is the fifth house responsible for dating as well as getting into very passionate relationships, also creating, which could be that of sex, but um, really there's a lot of um, aspects within Leo that really pertain to wanting new people, fresh faces into their lives or into you know everyone's lives. Everyone's looking for either a new acquaintance or a new girlfriend or a new boyfriend at this time or a new fresh face. I also think that along the general lines of friendship, too, this is a great time to look for new friends, new acquaintances, and really just kind of give it a how do you do. Um, you know, really, this is just where everybody is very much more receptive, much more open. I also think that, again, we're in a more fun, upbeat place being in Leo season, Again, like people are just more positive, but I think kind of taking and flowing along with the side of Leo that is far more playful. You know, if we look at a lion, yes, they can be domineering. Yes, they can be a little intimidating, but really lions, I don't know if you guys are cat owners as I am, but if you're a big, if you're a cat owner, you kind of look at a, at a lion, just think, oh yeah, he's a big cat. So they can have a very, you know, as with cats, they can have a very big playful side to them. And Leo season brings about that, you know, again, the fifth house all about dating, relating, hooking up. There's also with that playful side of Leo flirting, the main, I think really the main preferential form of communication, especially if you are dating is to just kind of, you know, really have that casual day, just kind of flirt, see where things go keep the conversation nice, light, and airy. We're not getting into heavy hitting themes in this season. You know, we're not starting off the first date with, gee, what's your religion? Gee, what sort of affiliation do you have? Gee, what's your political party? No, it's more along the lines of just keep it light, keep it airy. Hey, I like water skiing. Hey, I like hang gliding. Hey, I like crafting, you know, again, uh, keeping it light, keeping it airy and really, again, inviting people more into your sphere. And uh, is really what kind of highlights with Leo. Again, with friendship spheres too, the mood is going to be far more upbeat, far more playful. Actually, um, if you are in a friendship sphere, you might get a little bit of a different shift as to what you and your girlfriends or what you and your friends want to do during Leo season. Um, you may be, you know, veering away from like, say, just going to the movies or just going to a concert or just going to really tame sort of events to really expanding your horizons that much more and really those expanding those horizons and really like in places where you can kind of play, 
you know, have that playful side come out. Really let your hair down, get loose. Um, I wouldn't be surprised with a lot of friendships right now if there's a ton of parties or a ton of wanting to go to parties at this time. Also, I wouldn't be surprised if this is also time for parties in general, because again, Leo, party animal. And also Leo season is in the height of summer. That's where parties come into full swing. But again, too, with people being more inclusive, being more open, being more friendly, you know, it's, it's basically that party where everybody's welcome and everybody's invited. So, and there's, there are no guest lists. There are no inhibitions. It's just everyone's welcome and let's all have, let's get to know each other and let's all get to have fun. It's really um, what I definitely see with Leo season. Now this comes to my next point and I'm just, I'm loving how these points are flowing. So I'm hoping that this is with every season and not just with, with my, my own sun signs season. But um, Leo season is also a great time where creativity abounds. Um, personally, if you're a Leo, if you're like me and you're a Leo, this is definitely like, I know every Leo season, I know that my ideas are endless. This is kind of like my my year for ideas. And I, I normally have big ideas as, as you kind of see with the, with the podcast, with the show. But uh, especially during Leo season, this is where I start to get loads of ideas for creative projects, loads of ideas for my podcast, lo- just lots and lots and lots of ideas of what, what I can do in my life. And, you know, usually it's kind of like how to improve my life, how to improve my, you know, my, my outlook, how to expand my outlook, how to expand my spheres of thinking. And also just to be more creative, but to relate this. So if you are a Leo, this is definitely a time of act on those creative ideas um, more than anything. But even if you're not a Leo, you'll be finding a lot um, when it comes down to relationships, whether it's at work, whether it's within, um, like if you're in a married couple or even just with a friendship or, you know, just in any of those relationships, a lot of creativity is going to be coming to the fore. If it's in the workplace, this is now the time to really act on those, create, implement those creative ideas. If you have an idea, this is a great time. Write them down at first if you're a little hesitant. If you're kind of like me and you're like, well, will this work out? If in doubt whether it'll work out, write it down. And then um, if it does work out, if you hammer out the details and it's like, say, it's a great idea for creating more flow in the office space, definitely mention it to someone, like mention it to your boss or mention it to somebody who you trust will take that idea and implement it. And also who you will trust with that idea so that you also get credit for it. That's also a big thing about Leo season. It's not just you know, giving out ideas randomly willy nilly to people is that you also get credit for those ideas as well, too. And usually the season is pretty abounding in the fact that you do get credit for what you do. But, you know, again, just to be on the safeguards, always make sure that you're entrusting your ideas to people who really have your best interests in mind, especially in the workplace. In relationships, like say if you're a married couple, 
If you've had some ideas about how to spend more quality time in speaking of the five love languages, or you've just wanted some more alone time, this is actually Leo season is perfect for implementing any sort of ideas that you've been holding or maybe withholding from your partner or just kind of coming up with and kind of simmering in your mind for a little while. Um, this is a great time to bring those ideas out to the fore. You know, and again, with Leo season as well, too, you know, spending a night out on the town together, it's not going to just be, um, you know, typical to the season. It's it's not going to be going to a movie or going to a restaurant and having a nice candlelit dinner, although that that is nice. Um, it might not it might not be as typical as like a candlelit dinner. It might be an actual full night out on the town, such as, and I know, guys, you're just going to have to brace yourself for this one. And I'm, I'm very sorry, but for the gentlemen out there who do not like opera, well, Leo season is perfect for bringing your significant other to the opera. But aside from opera, there's also Broadway shows, musicals actual live theatrical events. Um, you know, perhaps spending quality time with each other might also be going to a live concert. Anything that um, encompasses the dramatic is definitely part of Leo season. And definitely that's usually going to be of interest when it comes to spending time and a, a night out on the town. And also anything live as well, too, really appeals to Leo, but also really appeals to Leo season as well, too. But yeah, this is the time if you've had ideas about relating to your wife or ideas of relating to your husband, this is the time to get those ideas out to the fore. It's the same if you're in just a general relationship, like say that you're dating, um, creative ideas are going to abound. There's going to be a lot of creative dates that are going to be coming up within this season. For those who are in friendships, as I'd mentioned earlier with the playful vibe, do not be surprised if your friendship group also shifts in its, uh, you know, its, its interests. And these interests veer away from, you know, hanging out with each other to actually, again, having like a party, you know, going to parties, um, or also just flat out doing something far more exciting, um, getting into that creative vibe of Leo season, such as hang gliding, such as um, skydiving, such as bungee jumping. I, I mean, th th again, there's going to be a lot more daring in the friend group as well, too. And then the other thing that we could see within Leo season is that since Leo is that of leadership that sign of leadership and being the leader and stepping up and being either a queen or a king in their roles in life, there's going to be a lot of initiative um, needing to be taken within the relationship. So again, kind of like in the creative sphere, if you feel like something needs to be done, this is the time to really start acting on that. Like say that you've been in a rocky place in a marriage in order, you know, you've been kind of thinking about marriage counseling, this is the time to really start that, start the beginnings of that. Um, you actually, in Leo season, what I usually find is that when you start something, it's usually bound to kind of 
get rolling um, within this this particular season, possibly because again, it just kind of like you know, kind of like with any of the other fire signs, like such as Aries and Sagittarius, it's all about doing it. Um, but I think with Leo, the big thing is taking initiative, taking that first step. That first step is going to be the key to everlasting success. Um, this also goes for those ideas, you know, um, of getting more romantic. Uh, with your partner, again, taking the initiative to become more romantic, taking the initiative to ignite your relationship or to reignite your relationship if it's gone a little bit flat, which that happens. I mean, that's a very natural part of relationships. Um, if something's gone, if something's a little boring or if something's gone a little flat, um, again, this is a great time to take initiative to really heighten that relationship and with the initiative as well, uh, along with the creative ideas, do not be surprised if it's all about spicing up the love life or do not be surprised if all relationships get a little bit of spice. Now, when I talk about a little bit of spice in Leo season, it's not like Virgo season where it's like a little bit of spice here, a little bit of spice there, stir it up, test it, you know, test it out a little bit and, you know, approach cautiously. Uh-uh, no, with Leo season... It's like Emerald Agassi's show where you're kicking it up a notch, except it's it's not just up a notch. With Leo, it's up 15 notches. You're going to get like a really spicy relationship. You're going to get some you're going to get some some heat in the in the relationship. But definitely spicing up the relationship is also going to be a common theme within Leo season. The other two things that I thought of when it came down to Leo season of what to expect is that, uh, so again, Leo rules the fifth house. Fifth house doesn't just rule dating, hooking up, creativity. It also rules that of children. So either relating to children and relating to children well, or actually having a new addition to the family. So if you are looking to have a baby at this time, this is a wonderful time. And again, if you're just starting with fertility, great time. Again, uh, with the initiative of Leo, great time to start. Again, this is a very open time. It's a very optimistic time as well, too. Again, Leo ruling the sun. The sun is always, you know, kind of like the sun card in tarot. It's, it, pretends usually lots of sunny times to come ahead, lots of bright times to come ahead. This is a great time if you're starting something to do it, you know, seriously, just to do it no matter what the outcome. And especially in becoming pregnant or adding a new addition to the family, great time to start that, especially right now, because this is a time to, you know, actually, this is a time where a lot of people are relating to kids and on that vein, it's kind of interesting in re relationship to, or in regards to relationships, I've noticed that back in the day when I went to school, I know that both middle school and high school always started after Labor Day for me, and elementary school always started like the beginning of Virgo season, so kind of late August into early September. Nowadays with the kids, and while I feel sorry for them, I, I find this to be a kind of an interesting shift. You know, while Virgo season is a great time to start, you know, back to school because the, you know, the teacher's heads are in 
a very particulate spot. They want to make sure that their lesson plans are implemented successfully, that there's a bit of you know, groundedness to their lesson plan, um, also a bit of practicality to their lesson plans. And the kids have had a full summer when it comes to Virgo season. Um, you know, if, if they are going back during Virgo season, they're ready to learn and they're ready to get into exact details that would encompass Virgo season. But um, I've noticed that with this shift from starting school in Virgo season to now starting it in Leo season, you know, a lot of kids are actually going back to school like second week of August, which, you know, makes me feel really bad because they're cutting their summer short, but, you know, they being the school board. But by the same token, I find that with teachers, this is a great time to relate to kids. And, you know, Leo season really brings a great time to relate to kids and, you know, really like how to speak with kids, how to kind of gain their attention. And I find that with Leo season, I'm sure the teachers are kind of more in the mode of how can I engage my students? Because this is also an early time that um, basically the tests are not really accounted for. You know, we're not teaching to the test as much as we're just kind of introducing ourselves. And we can also teach what we'd like to teach or what we feel we need to teach our kids. So there's a lot of creativity going on when it comes to implementing those lesson plans and how to relate to the students far more. And for the students, it's really more along the lines of really responding to teachers who have more of that creative approach or really finding creative approaches to learning. But also, again, to having that easy interaction between guardian, the teacher, and child, you know, really relating to kids as well, too, is the biggest theme of all. And like I said, I just thought that that was an interesting shift within the school year that we moved from Virgo to now Leo, where we can relate to where teachers can relate to kids a bit better and where kids could possibly relate to their teachers a little bit better as well too. But mainly more than anything, the focus is on, you know, there's more of a focus on children and how they learn, how they speak, or just really how to connect with them as well too. So even if you're not um, planning, you know, kind of veering off from this a little bit, even if you're not planning to have a child or a new addition in your relationship, this is also a season where you might be interacting with younger people, also with kids a lot more. And if you're not interacting with kids or with younger people, you might have more of a childlike mind or more of a childlike state in both yourself and how you relate to other people as well. Now, I've mentioned the positives of Leo season, so I just feel like it's it's not going to be balanced unless I mention the negatives. So all seasons, and there's 12 of them in um, astrology, so all seasons have their drawbacks. For Leo, the biggest ones that I can really find is attention-seeking behavior in relationships. So... Um, mainly those who they are insecure, they want to be in the limelight, they want to, you know, they will do anything and everything to be in the limelight. And I've had this a couple of times in my working scenarios and my working spheres where there's always that one coworker 
He wants to get credit for everything. It's always a he. It's always a guy. But always wants to get credit for everything. Always wants to have the highest position, highest status, highest, you know, highest amount of people liking them, highest amount of people paying attention to them. Again, as much as it can be really obnoxious, and I mean, everybody can act on this attention-seeking behavior. Again, that's also part of the shadow side of Leo is like, you know, they want to be part of the limelight. So they'll go to really even like the most negative forms of attention just to receive it. Um, really the biggest thing I think is that you might, this is a definitely a season where that might be coming to the fore where you might encounter somebody who definitely, they just, they just want attention. So they'll go out of their way to get it in the sphere, you know, on my personal observations, on my walks, I have seen a couple of guys where they really want attention. So when they want attention, they'll go for like the most obnoxious scheme ever when it comes to walks, such as like blocking your way, trying to crowd you off the sidewalk just so that you can like look at them and say hello. Um, it, it, like again, with this, this sort of relationship doesn't matter if it's a negative sort of interaction, it's attention nonetheless, but Again, um, I would just be aware of that for the season. If you are prone to gaining like negative attention and one in seeking attention, one thing that I would just say is it's really, you know, as much as I am a Leo myself and I've gotten into that, this bind myself with the attention seeking behavior and like just, you know, any attention will do even if, if even if it's negative look at your internal states because good chance there is some sort of inner secure and there's some sort of like inner, of course, inner, but also some insecurity that's going on inside that's causing you to feel that you need the attention. It could be that you've been rejected by a bunch of ladies. If you're a guy, if you're a lady, you could have been rejected a lot of the times for relationships. You really might've liked a guy you're rejected, so you're kind of you're kind of desperate. Um, Any time in which you're in a desperate state of mind, reevaluate because no one should be seeking attention, even the most negative of attention, just to get it. Um, really, it just I think with Leo with Leo season again, look at who you are and really value, like kind of go, get into inner beauty looking at your inner beauty and really valuing who you are as well too. I think um, Leo season also recommends that really you tend to your independence, you know, dependence on people as much as Leo kind of sometimes falls into that trap. The best cure for that is to be more independent and really depend upon you. A lot more. Um, if you value yourself, a lot of people will value that in turn. I know that sounds like a cliched phrase, but it, it really is true. Um, in my year of doing more independence oriented sort of work within myself, I'm finding that more and more people are attracted to the fact that I'm just me you know, whole and simple. I'm not trying to be a cookie cutter image for other people. or I'm not trying to seek attention, even if it's the most negative attention ever. I'm just being me, whole and simple, unadulterated. No, 
no byproducts added, no anything added to it. So definitely tend to your inner self is what I would say. And definitely your heart sphere, which is also ruled by Leo, will give you a lot of good advice on that one. Ego trips are another shadow side of Leo. And again, um, within relationships in Leo season, there is somebody who is always going to feel a little more superior. They're going to think that they are king. They're going to think that they're doing everything right and that all that they can do is sit back and order their significant other around or they can order their dates around and get away with it. Or that, you know, there's a friend in the friendship circle who feels like a queen bee or a king bee in that regard, and they feel that they can order everyone else around. And as as obnoxious as that can get, I mean, I can even see this in the workplace occurring. As obnoxious as this can get, um, what I would say is, you know, I've dealt with ego trippers before, and the best thing to do is just to go counterintuitively and not give that person a lot of attention. Um, Actually, I did have a coworker who was an ego-tripping sort of individual before. And um, when I instantly did not give this coworker attention, that's when he started to realize that he was acting a bit out of line. That was a way to kind of point out, hey, not cool, you know, not cool to try to seek attention, not cool to just ego trip and, you know, order other people around and, you know, think that you're everything at this time. But um, again, the ego tripping or acting on ego is another shadow side with Leo season. Also, um, I get this with every Leo season. There are some, and I I particularly had seen it when I was behind the chair and barbering, there are those who act on suspicion during Leo season. And I think what's really going on with this particular individual, again, they're suspicious that everybody's very open, that everybody's very, very friendly, very inclusive. Maybe this individual gets along very well during cancer season when everybody's kind of isolated and in their own inner realms. Maybe they get along during other seasons. It's a little bit better. But um, I remembered like behind the chair when uh, during Leo season, whenever I would ask, so how are you today? A lot of people would respond with, why do you want to know? Why, what, 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 are, what's your hidden agenda? Are you trying to sell me something? And, um, Really, for those who are inclined to getting suspicious at this time, I understand that seems like it's kind of uncanny that people go from being very isolated or being very shy or being very introverted during cancer season to being very open and outgoing and very um, positive and gregarious. But I do have to say, for those of you who are veering towards suspicion because it's like, oh, suddenly there's a ton of positivity, um, put the suspicion aside. You know, not everybody is in a nefarious position. And I know that's what a lot of people who lack a lot of security think is that they're in a nefarious position or there's something going on. Nothing is going on. It's just the season that we're in. Again, it's a very sunny open, very inclusive season. 
So uh, with that said, put the suspicion down and put it aside and really just kind of take it from the fact that everybody's just trying to be far more inclusive. Everyone's just trying to love one another, try to be more, um, try to implement different ideas, especially when it comes down to inclusion and especially when it comes down to uniting everybody. That's really kind of the underpinning that's really at the fore. And above all, you know, if you're just easily prone to suspicion, lighten up a little bit. I think that's really what Leo season kind of begs of you. It's just lighten up. It's not that serious. Not everything has to be serious and has to be, you know, death knell silent or what have you know, what have you, you know, people can be kind and have the best of intentions. People can be open and have the best of intentions. Um, you know, again, you don't have to be suspicious of everybody. Lower that guard. If you are like me behind the chair and you're dealing with a suspicious person, don't take it personally because, again, like I mentioned earlier, that person is acting on a lot. And take it from me, I'm also an Enneagram type 6. Enneagram type 6 is we're, we're definitely prone to suspicion. I definitely get suspicious myself when I um, am usually insecure or not in a very great position myself. So, um, again, that's really what's going on with this particular individual. They're just constantly on guard. They feel like they have to be on guard. Don't take it personally. You know, don't let it joy kill your day. Don't let joy kill the nice sunny vibe that comes with Liam. So stargazers, um, I would love to hear your feedback when it comes down to this idea of mine. You know, when it comes down to my input on Leo season and not only relationship predictions, but also, you know, how this affects relationships. So definitely um, comment or give me a comment. Send me an email at mysic.sandra at gmail.com or on my Instagram page at sandra.mysic. Also, if you guys have not checked out my Patreon page, it is at patreon.com forward slash seventh house astrology. If you become a member for as little as $5 a month, uh, you guys can get a free synastry chart reading between both you and your partner. So definitely uh, hop onto patreon.com forward slash seventh house astrology and kind of see the details for that. But above all, Starkies, again, I'd love to hear input if this has worked out for you, if really maybe there's better content. Like I said, love to hear your feedback on this one. And above all, stargazers, don't be afraid to look up at the stars. We actually just came up to a new moon this last week. It was actually on Thursday that we experienced the new moon in Leo, coincidentally. Uh, so definitely a, you know, with the new moon, definitely a great time for new beginnings, a very optimistic time as well for new beginnings. But also with the new moon, um, we can definitely see the stars far more clearly. But I think just above all, we get to see our origins with astrology. We just get to have that moment to just, ha, ah, to pause. And above all, stargazers between this week and next week, I hope to find you well. And until then. <laughs>